Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Welcome along to your Friday morning episode. Woo! Top Flight Time Machine. Just a couple of Happy good old good boys. Happy Good Friday. Huh? Yeah. What? Huh? Good Friday. Yeah. Oh, it is Good Friday. When the Lord, when the Lord rose again. Yeah. Is that what happened? Or did he? No. The Lord Wrong. went to sleep actually... on the cross. He was put up on that cross. And that's why to this day, we take crosses and set fire to them and talk about <laughs> lynching folks who ain't like us. The Lord. Because that's what Jesus wanted us to do. The Lord went up on that cross and had a lovely four day sleep because it was a bank holiday weekend. Oh, lovely. <laughs> And that, um, yeah. It's they good never Friday. in the in the Easter story. They never document what he did on Bank Holiday Monday. No. All we know is he got he went up on the cross yeah. on the Friday. Yeah. Saturday had a kip. Yeah. Sunday rose again. <laughs> went to church. Had his eggs. Right. <laughs> Monday, I don't know. Went to the garden centre. Probably. Yeah. Special Perhaps office. went to a diversified farm with Maybe. the kiddies. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know what else. What are your other options? Don't know. Different times, wasn't it? Different times. Might have done a bit of racism because that was allowed then. Don't know. Yeah. Just went on a nice bank holiday racism. Well, of course, it's Good trip. Friday, which is all about queuing outside a chippy, isn't it? That's what Good Friday is all what, about. What, for your fish and chips? Yeah. Not for me anymore. I don't eat fish. Oh, you don't I'm going to just have chips you're not and even a chips and peas. Nah, fuck that. You could go and get a chip butty, couldn't you? But then I, I don't know. I don't know eat fish. I don't know eat flesh. I'll probably what I what I'll probably do is is I'll get a portion of chips and then I'll come home and fry myself an egg. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds. Uh, it sounds uh, pretty bleak. High, high, high octane stuff. Um, yeah. But if you go to the chippy, you don't. You've got to make sure they're not beef dripping that they're fried in. I know. Um, well, otherwise... I was in Suffolk the other week, wasn't I? And there's mm. a very famous chippy in Albra, which is often reviewed as one of the best going. It's really old, but it's a fucker because they do all their chips and beef dripping, which, of course, is why they're so delicious. Yeah, of course. Giving the so fingers was... to people like you as well. Yeah, it was the first year ways. I went back and, c- and couldn't fucking have it. Um, I've got a new frying pan, though. So when you, you, you're right, it does, on the face of it, sound pretty grim, me having to fry an egg to go with my portion of yeah. chips. But not when you've got a brand new Jamie Oliver brand oh, right. non-stick frying pan that my mother-in-law bought me for my birthday, which, as you'll know, was earlier this week. That's a lovely gift. And when I came pan. home, I know it's fucking awesome. When I came home, she'd left it wrapped up on the dining table for me because she'd been around to feed the cat. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Did you think? I wonder what this is. This frying pan shipped. Object. Well, she danced me up as well. Oh. She, in the card, she went, "Happy dear Sam, happy birthday." I hope it fits. 
<laughs> and I thought, well, oh, hopefully it's a new bonnet for me to wear yeah. over the Easter weekend. Yeah. But no, it was a non-stick Jamie Oliver why frying pan. You, why don't you stick the handle up your fucking arse, you twat? <laughs> All the best, your fits. dear old mum. Yes, and I do expect you to call me mum, even though I ain't your real mum. Hope it fits, cunt out. <laughs> the other week, I was in Little, going down yeah. the, uh, the middle aisle of fucking wildness, and mm. um, I bought a frying pan, especially for mm. one egg, a little tiny yeah. frying pan. It only no. takes one egg, and I haven't used it yet. I'm going to use I'd it after never, we've done this. I, I would never be in a situation where I only wanted fried egg, uh, one fried egg. I'd, oh. I, I'd always have double fried egg. Do you? Yeah, always. Fucking hell, big time. I've got to get my protein somehow. Oi, um, it's the Easter holidays, as we, as you well know, mm. and uh, I'm back home now after my extended sojourn. Another one of your mini bricks. I went for. A, I went for. Double back-to-back mini-break, didn't I? Yeah. Suffolk, then Brighton. I'm back now. There's a, the council, despite the tough times we live in and the cuts to local authority funding, have opened a new fucking playground around the corner, mate. Wow. I was that excited. I was up, out of bed, and down there first thing this morning. I think if anything indicates the, the, the widening chasm between the north and the south, it's the fact that there's a brand new playground around your way. I know. Because we ain't got anything like that, and we haven't had for years. I know. Well, I did think that. I felt briefly guilty yeah, but you did. about people in other parts of the country, and then I just stopped thinking about it. I just thought but, about the swings. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking good playground, Is mate. it good? Um, What's it got? Well, it's one of these ones that's all wooden. Mm-hmm. So it's all like there's it, a huge. It looks like it's been carved. Is by it a diversified man. playground? It feels like it's been carved by a, a, a bearded lumberjack, right? With an axe. It's a hipster it playground. Looks like that. It's all it's all like huge bits of like trunks of tree and yeah. stuff. But they're climbing frame, ropes, climbing wall, all wood, sand play area mm-hmm. with buckets on pulley systems. You ever encountered one of those setups? Yes, I have. Yeah, we've got yeah. one of them near, near me in Barnes Park in Sunderland. Yeah. Um, a, tra- a, a, a floor trampoline. Oh, safe. Really good. Yeah. Safe. So you, you know what they are, right? Yeah. What well, is it like? Is there a, a pit There's underneath? There's a pit. Yeah. There's a pit. It's like the pit that Luke Skywalker falls in in Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace. <laughs> and I'm yeah. hoping there is somewhere in the park a hidden button where I can, like, the, the actual surface of the trampoline immediately pulls back yeah and the children fall down into a pit where there's a monster yeah yeah um and a couple of like fancy swings you know the big sort one that looks like a big throne almost anyway well done for the richmond borough of richmond upon thames for finding the money in these tough times on the other hand though hammersmith bridge which is my only access to effectively civilization has been shut indefinitely what uh, it's been well. The, the the IRA blew it up in the nineties, right? Yeah. Or maybe even the early noise. Different I can't times. Remember. They tried to blow it up. It was a weird target, but whatever. Especially as on the bridge there is an Irish pub. But anyway, <laughs> it's never been the same since. And um, they keep sort of every every now and again during the school holidays they'll shut it for a week and do some maintenance. But they patched it together because they can't afford the money to fix it. Well, and now they've had to shut it, and they've just gone. It's shut indefinitely. Right, fuck it. Yeah. So you're cut off from the other side of the river in London. There's not another bridge that you can cross by car for miles Jesus. around. Yeah. Well, don't cry for me. 
but I'm in not, a way, do. I'm not. I'm being a bit sarcastic. Um, mm. I was going to say I'll come down with my kids and utilise your southern playground, but um, my kids are you now. Can. They're kind of beyond that age now. They're fifteen and eleven, and I realised no, like, re- by the time you're fifteen, that's when you're hanging around smoking fags no, and th- drinking yeah, cans that, in the playground. That's it. My daughter's going to a party tonight, age fifteen, and she's just openly said, "I will be drinking alcohol at this party." And I've gone. Uh, uh, what are you supposed to say? Okay, <laughs> okay. It's a tough you know. one, isn't it? Because when when that happens to, to when my daughter starts drinking and and that emerges, it's like I don't know whether to say. I'll, I feel like instinctively I'd probably lose my rag over it, but then I know that that will make matters worse and make yeah, her more likely you? to become a problem drinker, like yeah. her father before her. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like my brother. One of my older brothers, when he first introduced me to MDMA, <laughs> it was outside. Uh, it was after a West Ham Fulham. It was Fulham away, actually. And anyway, he was handing around some MDMA. And he yeah. said, uh, yeah, I'll take this. And I went, how much are you supposed to take? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, how much are you supposed to take? I didn't know if you're supposed to guzzle a load of it or have a little yeah. dab of it or what. And he went, I don't know. Just keep taking it till you feel weird, then go home. <laughs> <laughs> thing is though i remember late 80s the hitman and her used to be on and all that kind of thing and loads yeah. of kind of youth culture tv late at night and there was actually a government drug advisory advert that used to be on and it said that it just said drugs are illegal you should not take them but if you must <laughs> take them until you feel weird and then go home <laughs> I think it was the hitman who used to say that. Was the hitman Pat Sharp? That was Pete Waterman, the hitman. Oh, Pete Waterman, yeah. And Michaela Strachan was her. Yeah. In a series of, um, she used to wear shorts and crop tops. Don't don't start. And that, different times. I used to, I'm going, in a minute, I'm going to drop my son off up at, I'm taking him for a kickabout and then dropping him with his, with his mother-in-law, the one who bought me the frying pan. Up yeah. at a park that I used to... You ended to... up there yet, son? Yeah. Hope you greased it up. Thought you were walking funny. <laughs> the playground I'm in... Fucking pen nonce. Is this... This is... I don't know whether this is weird or not, but there was... Uh, whenever I go to this particular playground, it brings back memories because it is a playground that I used to go to with my mm. mates when I was a teenager. Mm. And, you know, get drunk and all the rest of it and hang around. And it used to be fun when yeah. we were about 15... You'd hang around and there'd be girls there and you'd all get up to no good. Yeah. And um Yeah, like my mate Ben um <laughs> smoked a bucket bong and then threw up on a swing, for example. <laughs> These are the sort of things that come back to you. I'm sure there'll be lots of listeners who'll remember the swings and slides of their teenage years because yeah. you know, this the sort of place you hang out in, especially in summer, when you can't go to a pub yet. There was a girl I remember she was sitting on this swing and she I was I was going out with another girl. Do you know who I was going out with? The girl who broke my heart at Camp Beaumont. Oh. Remember that? It all fits together now, yeah. So then after the terrible incident at Camp Beaumont, about a year and a half later, she actually did become my girlfriend. And right. now I look back and I think maybe maybe after I didn't forget and subconsciously I punished her for the for the pain she put me through at Camp Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd been going out with her for a while and then she went off on holiday, see? 
<laughs> and I was up at the swings and slides and there was another girl who I, you know, who was nice. She was an attractive girl. And she, we were both on these swings and I'll never forget the moment. It was a magical moment where someone yep. mentioned, like I've been, we've been flirting with each other and someone mentioned that my girlfriend was away on holiday and this other girl really fit. She looked at me, she, she held my gaze and you know what she said? She went, <gasps> when the cat's away, the mice <gasps> shall play. And Delaney went, oh, okay. Precisely. I didn't hesitate. I didn't hesitate. I was just like, yeah, all right, let's find it. Let's find the cat is away. <laughs> we ain't even got mobile phones because it's the year 1990. <laughs> no way she'll find out. But anyway, that was a magical moment. When the cat's yeah. away, the mice will play. It was yeah, awful. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because in a very poetic way. Very sophisticated way, line. For a I know, teenager. but she was she Ooh. was she was really cool. This girl, right? Yeah. And anyway, I couldn't believe my fucking luck, and I'm I I hate to admit it, but I did not hesitate to think. Right, okay, shit is on, right? Yeah. But now, when I'm up at these swings and slides with either of my children, and even my wife sometimes present, I can't <gasps> help. Obviously, I'm at these swings and slides. It's going to come back to me. There's only two things that will come back to me again and again. It's either my mate Ben having a bucket bong and throwing up on the swing, yeah. or it's me sat on the same swing, not on the same day. And no, this up. girl yeah. saying to me, when the, when the cat's away, the mice oh, will play. Mice will play. Yeah. Two great mm. moments. Send quick, us in quick. your sw- teenage <laughs> swings and slides moments to the usual addresses. <laughs> of course, yeah. Keep that content flowing. Now Shall look at look me. At the, uh, now was, look was at me. Fucking dreaming of a fried egg on Good Friday. That's how things have... That's, that's the, the peaks I have known and the troughs I have sunk to. There well, was a you know. time... I was being propositioned up the swings and slides on a Friday yeah. night by the fittest girl in the school. Now, I'm fucking dreaming of doing a double fried egg on Good Friday. A fucking long way to go as well. Yeah. Still a young man. Shall we do some predictions? Yeah. We're up to speed on the league table. You're 10 points clear. 136. I'm 126 results, but 110. Uh, let's just do some speed predicting, shall we? Because we've got lots to get through. Yeah. So Good. if I just give you a match and we'll just are you willing instinctively? I know I know you're busy at the minute, and yeah. but are you willing to put some speedy music underneath it? Like maybe something like what's that Kraftwerk song? No, that's Echo Beach. Um, put some music behind this bit. I I will do. Right. I will do. I promise. Right here we go. West Ham versus Leicester. West Ham versus Leicester will be two one to West Ham. 2-1 West Ham I'm going to go 2-0 uh, West Ham right. uh, Bournemouth versus Fulham I'll go first I'll go 3-0 Bournemouth I'll go 1-0 Bournemouth, 1-0 Bournemouth. Uh, Newcastle versus Southampton I think Newcastle 2 Southampton 0 I'll go 3-0 Newcastle uh, Cardiff versus Liverpool Sunday afternoon I will go first on this one I think 3-1 to Liverpool OK I'll say 2-0 to Liverpool that wasn't quick enough. Never Sorry. mind. Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Last one. Arsenal 2, Palace 0. 2-0 Arsenal. I will say 2-1 to Arsenal. Predictions are now... Locked in! Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Right. We had some good emails this week, so we'll have a couple of them. Yeah. Before we finish. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got a one from Callum Lewis, and it is our new category. What the shit? It's time to admit. Callum says, I've been contemplating sending this confession for a couple of weeks now, and I think the time is right to come clean. In high school, when I was 15, did they call it high school? High school. What? Jesus, I think is, he's, he is he from Scotland. He's, he's got a Scottish name, Callum. I think that that in, I, I think in Scotland. It's in Scotland. I don't know. Anyway, let's not fucking dwell on that. No. When I was 15, I gained an amount of popularity and respect around the place because I was known as a talented amateur boxer. I'd started becoming unavailable on Saturdays when my mates asked me where I'd been going. I told them I'd started having boxing lessons. Turned out I was talented, so much so that I was soon disappearing for full weekends to travel to competitions, which ultimately led to my winning a national competition and being presented with quite a large trophy. I even took the trophy into school and gave a talk in assembly about the bout, which I described in punch-by-punch punch detail, including the fight being stopped in the third round because I was so good that my 19-year-old opponent had started crying and throwing in the towel. <laughs> Callum goes on. At the age of 40, I feel that now is the time to confess that it was all bullshit. Oh, fucking hell. Whoa. Big. That's big. Massive he says, bullshit. He says, not only have I never taken a boxing lesson in my life, mm-hmm. I have never thrown a punch at anyone in competition or otherwise. The truth is, get this, my mum had signed up for ballroom dancing lessons oh. and took me along as her partner. Oh, no. Callum. Oh, he says, I was too embarrassed to admit it to my mates. I entered some amateur competitions, but they were all for dancing, and we didn't even come close to winning. The trophy I took into school was one I got from a car boot sale for seven quid. Jesus. <sighs> he is... Here's he's the kicker, right? This yeah. is a genuine yeah. drop the shit. Yeah. He sa- unless he's bullshitting again here, he says, I know a few of my mates listen to this podcast. Oh. Some of them I've known since school who were present at the time. Oh, my God. All I can say is sorry, lads. Oh. He says, I know I'll take some shit for this, but it's been sitting heavy on my mind for 25 years, yeah. and now is the time to set the record straight. Callum Lewis, you are a mensch. You are a hero. You are. You are a true man. You've come out and you've admitted that, not just in the pub around their mates, you've done it on one of Britain's most successful and widely listened to podcasts. You've told the nation about your ballroom dancing bullshit shame, and we commend you for that. It's like... It's basically as big as Swap Shop was in the seventies. That's how big Top Flight Time Machine yeah, is now. It's, a, it's yeah. a cultural barometer in many ways. It's a, a water cooler, yeah, incident, it is. event, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, 
Well done. I think that is amazing. And I would love to hear from some of Callum's friends. If you would like yeah. to make your responses public, we'd love to hear them. Mm-hmm. And also, um, what your memories of the time were. If you ever suspected it was bullshit, just tell us how you feel learning this. Yeah. Because and it's... of course, if you've got some other shit you'd like to drop and admit to, yeah. we're here to listen. And, you know, our shoulder is here for you to cry on. Right, here's a letter that we've received from Nick Wollstoneholm. In 1998, I was nine. My dad was invited to a black tie do at Old Trafford through work. My dad took me and my mum. Fergie was in attendance. After Ooh. the dinner, Fergie was sat at a little trestle table and signed autographs <laughs> for a growing queue. <laughs> <laughs> trestle table. Hey, that was a delicious meal. Now I will make my way over to the small <laughs> trestle table that has been erected <laughs> over there by Brian Kidd. Autographing will commence. <laughs> I Form an orderly cue. I did think, poor old Fergie. Do you know what I mean? Like, what a pain in the ass. It's a big job being manager of Manchester United. You've got loads of shit to do. I mean, when I <laughs> finished work, and I'm less busy than he was, right, I just like to fucking go home, put on my tracksuit, and just, like, lounge in front of the yeah. TV. And he had to go out, put on a fucking dicky boat, and not just have a meal, but then at the end of the meal, spend ages painting a smile on, shaking hands, and signing autographs of strangers. Writing his name out again and again. Absolutely tedious. Anyway, Nick goes on to say, My dad encouraged me to join the queue and get Fergie's autograph. When I got to the front of the queue, Fergie asked me who he should sign it to. I said, Kirk. Kirk is not my name. My name is Nick. (laughs) He said Kirk. Yeah. What's your Why? name? Kirk. Uh, Kirk. <laughs> I was that nervous. I forgot what my name was. But Fergie had no reason to believe otherwise. I don't know why I said this, but he did sign the book to Kirk, best wishes, Alex Ferguson. I got back to our table and my mum and dad said, come on then, let's see it. Where's the autograph? I, sh- I showed them the autograph. My mum said, "What? why has he written it to Kirk? I said, I didn't know. (laughs) My mum said, I'm not having this. She grabbed me by the wrist and marched me to the front of the autograph queue and slapped the piece of paper. It wasn't a a piece of paper. Slapped the piece of paper down in front of Fergie. Mum, what's this about? Fergie, what do you mean? Mum, why have you signed it to Kirk? His name's Nick. Fergie, well, he must have said his name was Kirk. Mom. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Mrs. I appreciate how disgruntled you are, but I would look to your son, not to me. Ma- I am the manager of the most successful English club of the late 20th century. I am not a fool. <laughs> I'm not here to play games, madam. <laughs> but she said he must have said his name was Kirk. So, ma'am, to me, did you? Me. No. Mum. Back to Fergie. See? Now, please sign him another one. This time to Nick. Fergie stared at my mum for about five seconds. Mum just glared him down, baffled. Fergie shaked his head and signed it to me. And he's attached an image of the piece of paper. To Nick, best wishes, Alex Ferguson. My mum still believes that Fergie took it upon himself to sign the wrong name. I have never corrected her. Drop Lovely the shit, stuff. it's time to admit. Good stuff. Mm. Um, you had a couple of news stories you wanted to talk about, I think. Yeah, I'll just check them on the, the Twitter. We've had a couple of people get in touch with uh, must-see 
news stories. Bear with me one second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've just seen a tweet that I did during... What did you, what did you think of the game last night? Manchester One of the most incredible things I've ever seen it in my entire silly, life. It? it was brilliant. I, was I loved like... it. I'm pro VAR forever now. <laughs> I wasn't sure I'm, about VAR. I've got to be now. honest, right? When I was, a, 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 despite the fact that my older brother is a massive Spurs fan and my best friend is a massive Spurs fan, when Sterling scored that winner or what we yeah. thought was a winner in the last yeah. minute. I was fucking up and out of my seat in the living yeah. room, shouting so loud I woke the kids up, right? Yeah. Mate, I was it was that, such a good goal. I was just that fucking excited. Yeah. Fucking come on! I was, that was like West Ham had won the World Cup. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was literally dumbstruck when the VAR came through. I couldn't yeah. fucking believe it. But it was the right decision. So the right decision the Tottenham. day you go, yeah, justice was done. And again, me and my boy the night before, Juventus versus Ajax, we oh, were doing the same. That was a brilliant match as well. Sensational. What a game. Yeah, great and week. And I think, as I said earlier in the tournament, you got to want Ajax to win it now, haven't you? Of course you have. Course what you a have. fucking team they are. Right. This is a tweet. This is about the Ecuadorian president, right? Um, yeah. What? Oh, this is Assange smeared feces in Ecuador embassy, says no, President. No, that's different. That's a diff- different Ecuadorian story, that completely. All right, well, I'll just tell you the short story about the Ecuadorian president, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's defended a leaked picture of himself in a hotel bed eating lobster yeah. with the following right. quote. It was my birthday. I was watching yeah. soccer in bed. It was a great day. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. and that. This yeah, and that. Quite right. Who's criticised him? Oh, so there's there's loads of things underneath going, I am sick and tired of people in power abusing their position to live lives like this. This is it. Danny has tweeted, I'm sick and tired of people in power abusing their position just to satisfy their... S- s- oh, hang on, he's done a joke. Shellfish demands. Uh, Sorry, I'm... I'll I'm, edit that out as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that, that I think we're calling him president or someone on Twitter quite rightly called him president this and that. Of course, which yeah. I'm um, very pleased about. Right, <laughs> good okay. for him. Here's another really great story, right? Um, that someone called Franklin Hardy tweeted w- with right. accompanying pictures. This is right. very much the the consumer top flight time machine story for various good. reasons. The vet told my dad on the phone that his dog had to be put down. And he'd come to his house and do it. Right, so <laughs> this is just the first part of the story. Let's have a little deep dive into that. Ring, yeah. ring. Oh. It, it's oh. the vet. It's the vet here. Oh, yes. How can I help? John yeah. the vet. Yeah, uh, it's John vet. You still got that dog? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to tell you. It's terminally ill. I'm going to have to put it down. I'll come round now. Don't you bother yourself. No, you don't have to come in. I'll come round and do it now. Tell you what, stick the, oh. stick the kettle on as well. <laughs> this is all come as a bit of a surprise. Yeah, well, it does sometimes. <laughs> These things come on, son. <laughs> but how do you know I haven't... Hey, stop asking questions. I did fucking eight years of vet training, don't fucking, right? Don't you, you, fucking disrespect the vet. <laughs> I'm coming. I've done the Hippocratic Oath but of vets, right? So, <laughs> so don't fucking start questioning my methods. I'll be round with the lethal invention. Injection in 15 minutes, right? Get the dog ready. Right? So, this is how the dad responds. Say your goodbyes to him. Get, Make sure he's got his affairs in order. 
<laughs> he's done all the admin and that. You know, if he's got any puppies, he better make sure he's done his dog will, left all his bones to him or whatever. Anyway. It'll be a right fucking mess if he hasn't, I tell you. <laughs> The amount, the amount of time I've spent in dog court <laughs> testifying about contesting wills. Fucking hell. It's not worth it. Leaves too much heartbreak behind. Right, so the, the dad, having received his phone call, rather than said, fuck off, you're not coming round to fucking kill my dog, right? <laughs> this is what he did. My dad dug the dog's grave and let the dog watch, and he's got pictures of it, right? <laughs> The dad has gone straight out back with a shovel, right, and started digging this hole, which I have to say, as a whole man myself, is a fucking yeah. wonderful hole. The what's so heartbreaking about it is, this bloke's attached to the pictures, the dog, who looks perfectly fucking healthy, I think he's a Labrador or a Retriever, right. I'm not sure, but he's a lovely looking dog, to my eyes, and I'm not a trained vet, he no. looks absolutely yeah. at, at the prime of his life. And You're he wrong, sat though. there watching the whole being done yeah. mournfully because he seems to know what it's about. So I can only yeah, assume the dad's been going to him. They do. Hey, yeah, they know. Rex, I'm really sorry. This is for you because uh, yeah. the vet's on his way around. There's no nice way of dressing this up, but he's going to come round and administer a lethal injection on you any minute and then you'll be dead and I'm going to put your corpse in this hole. You're going in here. <laughs> this <laughs> is your hole now. Right. <laughs> so, the, then listen, this is how it ends. Then the vet came, ho- came <laughs> over checked the dog and said it was a false alarm. Oops, <laughs> the dog's fine. <laughs> then Frank Franklin writes at the end, everything about this is insane. So there you go. That's brilliant. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, can I just uh, whack some news without news at you yeah, before go we go? Uh, man arrested outside restaurant after eating pasta belligerently. <laughs> Nine. Nine. You can knock one off because it was actually Florida man, but I didn't mention that. Oh, okay. So give that an eight. Uh, woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost announces they're splitting up. Ten. Pirate <laughs> ghost. Finally, I think you're going to like this one. This this feels like a ten to me. Here we go. Chinese use human DNA to create super monkey. <laughs> ten. Yay! There we go. That's it for this episode. Enjoy your Easter weekend, everyone. Don't have too many eggs. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. Yeah. Go on. Go fuck yourselves. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.